Robert Timms. Marketing is everything for any business owner that wants to be found. This is episode 89 on Kelly Bagla's Go Legal Yourself podcast, where you're going to learn the legal life cycle of your business and so much more. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to Go Legal Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Attorney Kelly Bagley, the Queen of Business Law. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Robert Timms. Robert is an account executive. He's an advertising account executive with Fox Station in San Diego. He works with local, regional, and national brands, helping them create and execute results-driven marketing campaigns. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Do you have a joke to share with us? I do. Actually, both my parents are lawyers, so I have quite a few jokes. <laughs> but Yeah, so hopefully they aren't listening. Right. <laughs> My favorite one is uh, arguing with a lawyer is like wrestling with a pig in mud. (laughs) You realize they like it. (laughs) I haven't heard that one, but that's a good one. Thank you for sharing. What what kind of um, lawyers? Obviously Uh, the honest type. Of course, yeah. (laughs) My mom does workers' comp uh, and my dad does uh, a lot of estate planning as well as some other things. Fantastic. Well, look at that. So you're... You're um, obviously not brand new to the legal field. No, it was common uh, dinner table conversation. I'm curious, how come you didn't go into law? Uh, actually, I spent enough time at my parents' offices that <laughs> me off to the idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny. See, I'm quite the opposite, Robert. I'm the very first attorney in my house. Everybody else went into the medical profession, but not me. No, I wanted to venture out on my own, right? I wanted to be a lawyer. But thank God I did because I absolutely love what I do. Love, love, love. But today is about you and marketing is everything. It's everything for any business owner if they want to be found, right? And you actually help business owners be found. Tell me about your journey as to how you got into the advertising world and and helping business owners be found? Uh, Sure. Well, as I said, um, you know, I grew up uh, the child of two lawyers, spent a lot of time at their offices growing up. Um, And I remember thinking, uh, man, I don't know if I could just sit at a desk all day. I feel like I want to get out and, you know, be be doing things and seeing people and uh, and not just at at a desk, uh, for, you know, eight or nine hours a day. And so sales really interested me. So, uh, I, I majored in marketing. So it was kind of funny that I landed my session that combined the marketing and advertising that I learned, uh, in college with the sales, uh, experience that I had for my previous position. Um, so that was about eight years ago. So for the last eight years, Um, I've been working at local television stations, working predominantly with uh, local and regional businesses, helping them to set up and execute uh, advertising marketing campaigns for their business. So you picked, obviously, one of the hardest professions to go into, right? Sales. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, I don't know that I knew that at the time, quite what I was getting myself into, but I knew that, um, you know, from the my parents' friends and that kind of thing when I was growing up, I, you know, I, I saw them and they seemed like they kind of had like, uh, uh, you know, a good gig. They got to get out of the office, go meet people, that kind of thing. So, and, uh, and I'm glad I did it. You know, I've enjoyed it. I, I like listening to people learning about their business um, and collaborating to kind of help them. Have you heard or have you read any of the books on sales? I have. I've read a few sales books. Um, definitely. Which is your favorite? Which is my favorite? Uh, you know, when I first started at the television station, uh, my the most intimidating thing when you're starting out in sales is uh, that cold outreach, right? Cold calling, having awkward conversations with people. It's just, it's uncomfortable no matter who you are. Um, and she gave me a book on cold calling that I think really set me up for success. It just made me feel comfortable, more comfortable, as comfortable as you can uh, with doing that, kind of that cold outreach and making those connections. I, my brother recently got into software sales after working on the other side of it for a while. And when he was getting started, uh, he asked me for advice or recommendations. And I told him, read this book. Um, I think it's, I can't even remember the title now. I think it's 10 tips for cold calling or something. It's a pretty short book, but man, it, it really set me up. I feel like. See, I've been listening to a lot of books. That's all I do. I, uh, well, besides practicing law, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anytime I'm working out, I'm listening to a book. Anytime I take my dogs for a walk, I'm listening to a book. Anytime I'm waiting for a meeting, I literally am listening to a book, right? So that's, that's one of the key successes or key factors, should I say, that every successful person has. They are always um, bettering themselves, either by listening to a book, either by reading a book or talking to someone that they can gain knowledge from. One of my favorite ones, and I'm absolutely hooked, it's by Zig Ziglar, and it's called The, the Secrets of Selling. He, what a phenomenal presenter, incredible presenter. Obviously, he, he's passed now, but I really, really wish, you know, I was, um, I was around during that time where I could have gone to his, one of his presentations. And he says something about sales, right? So this is, timing couldn't be more perfect for you to be on the show. He says, sales, someone is always selling. So, for example, say you, you and I go out and, and um, you know, we, we meet and I'm saying to you, Robert, I really would love to promote my business, right? Because I'm, I'm the best in what I do and people need my products, and, but they don't know how to find me. And then you come back and say, well, Kelly, I can absolutely help you with that because I think that these are phenomenal products and yes, you know, we can, we can get you found. And you present me with some plans and all of a sudden I say, wow, those are very expensive. They're out of my budget. I don't know what to do. At that point, if it wasn't you and it was somebody else, they would say, well, you know, you can always come back to us when you get a budget. Well, somebody made a sale in that example, right? It was me. I closed because I said, I I can't get it. I closed and, and that other person walked away. They didn't make the sale. But everyone is always selling at every single time. And that was just a, it's like a little light bulb that went off. People want to be sold too. If they're meeting with you, they're the halfway there. But in full disclosure, I personally have worked with you and I personally can vouch for you're not that type that's going to walk away and say, there's no budget for you, right? If you don't have a budget, I can't work with you. But marketing, 
talk to me, Robert, about marketing in particular, because again, without marketing, you know, you, you can't be found and you can't sell anything. If a brand new business uh, came up with some products and they came to you, walk me through what that would look like on your end. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I talk to people all the time who are thinking about starting a business. I'll occasionally talk to some that say, I'm thinking of starting such and such business. I don't even have a name for it. Uh, I'm just putting together the business plan. What does it cost to advertise? And so what I would say to someone who is thinking of starting a business is when you're putting together your business plan, definitely account for the cost of marketing or driving leads to your business. Because I get the impression that a lot of people put together their business plan and they think, well, starting out, I'm just going to be the little guy. I don't, I'm not going to be able to afford advertising. I'll just, you know, use word of mouth to, to build myself up to a certain point. And then when I'm big enough, then I'll start really marketing and, and driving the leads. But when you do that, you're, you're leaving a lot up to chance. Um, you're hoping that people are going to refer business to you. And so what I would say is when you're putting together your business plan, just reach out to someone that works in marketing or advertising and just get an idea of what, what a marketing plan for your business would look like and what it would cost. And then bake that into uh, your budget. You've invested too much time, too much money to, you know, roll the dice on hope. So have a plan going into it. And then as far as putting together a marketing plan, the first step you want to kind of map out your customer's journey. So that's going to look a little different for every business, but you want to say, how does a customer come to know my business and eventually do business with me? And as I said, that that's going to look a little different for every business and every industry, but it boils down to a couple steps, awareness, interest, research, purchase, and then loyalty and advocacy. So once you have those steps, then you want to ask yourself, how can I reach a potential customer at any stage in this journey? And that's when you start looking at the different media types uh, and matching them up to each stage in the journey. So walk us through that. Give give me an example. Well, let's take your industry, for example. Um, Let's say your legal Zoom. I'm aware of who what LegalZoom is, but I'm not at all very interested or familiar with the specifics of the services that they offer. I'm aware of them because I hear their ads on NPR. So in the awareness stage, you want to utilize broad reaching mediums like television, newspaper, print, billboards. You're reaching people who may or may not be in the market for whatever service you're offering. Then something's going to happen in these people's lives that is going to kind of maybe bring them into the market for whatever service you offer. So they want to start a business or they have some kind of need for legal services. At that point, they then have a general interest in whatever the business is. So you want to use a little bit more targeted medias to reach those people. And when I say targeted, I mean broadly targeted. So you want to look at what are the demographics of the typical person that you do business with and you want to target to those people. So it could be as broad as adults ages 25 to 54 who have an average household income of $100,000 plus, their homeowners, whatever, just pretty general. But again, drilling down a little bit in the funnel. And then your people are going to get into the research phase. So these are people that are actively looking online. They're planning to make a move on whatever service you offer. It's just a question of with whom. So you want to utilize uh, different medias that are 
to people who are in the research stages. So that's things like this podcast that we're doing. That is things like blogs, paid search, search engine marketing, really bottom of the funnel stuff that's catering to people who are going to take action. It's just a matter of with whom. Um, and then you get to the purchase stage. They ultimately make a purchase based on, you know, who they're familiar with, the research they've done online, and who their friends or family advocates of them. Once they've made the purchase, then you get into the loyalty and advocacy stage. So if they have a good experience, they're going to do business with you again, and that's going to make them loyal. If they continue to have the good experience, then they're going to become advocates, and that's where you get into that word of mouth marketing. They're, that's when they're going to tell people, oh, I've been doing business with such and such for years. Um, sounds like they could help you. You know, Here's their number. Reach out to them. That, that's pretty fantastic, the way you laid everything out. Now, as far as marketing itself, right, it's, it's quite scary, Robert, for, for anyone that is just starting out and even someone that is growing their business. But they do understand without marketing, they're not going to get very far. I think that's one mistake that entrepreneurs make when they first start out. Okay, so I want to start a business, right? And it's going to be a dog grooming business. And I'm really, really great with dogs. I'm really, really great with grooming. And I'm going to open up shop. Well, you can open up shop, but you're probably going to get people that walk by it, or you're going to get people that visit the local area. Maybe they've got a pet or not, or they can refer you. But marketing again it's it's it sounds very expensive robert especially to do you know tv ads and radio ads and then print ads everything is really expensive how can you justify the expense for someone yes instead of using expensive it's an investment right and that's what we like to use on the show anything that you spend on your business it's an investment in you and your business so how do you how do you justify the the advertising and does it just stop there Mm -hmm. so like i said a a great way to set yourself up for success is going to be to plan ahead when you're putting together your business plan so reach out to someone in in the industry and just have a conversation for how much does this cost money is always going to be a factor so figure out what your budget might look like. And then again, like I said, reach out to someone in the industry, take a partner on this and get their advice of where they think your budget would best best be spent. It's gonna look a little different for every industry, like I said, um, but it, it really does kind of boil down to those, those steps, like I said, and that I'm speaking to whether you're a B2B or B2C company. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as choosing the media, uh, you know, a professional is going to be able to kind of guide you. But word of advice is a good way to compare different media is to take a look at the CPM. That's that's the cost per thousand. It's what it costs you to reach 1000 people in whatever your target demographic is. Um, a lot of the broader uh, medias like billboards, broadcast television, cable, uh, radio, those are going to have less expensive cost per thousands. As you get more and more targeted, you know, with uh, with targeted pre-roll and things like that, depending on the targeting parameters, you're going to have a higher cost per thousand, but the thousand that you're reaching is more targeted or, or more of who you want to be reaching. And they're closer to that uh, that buying stage. And then you get into other things too, like with paid search, with cost per click, um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of a whole different ball game. 
you know, you kind of, a good way to compare media is, is just to look at that cost per thousand. But there's other factors to consider too, such as intrusivity, the, the content with which you're associating your business. So you might be able to get a cheaper cost per thousand with a billboard, but if you have a story to tell, that can't always be done with a billboard. So, you know, you, it might be a slightly higher cost per thousand to buy television, but you can't beat the intrusivity. I mean, there's no other medium that goes into someone's living room and gives them a 30 second sales pitch on, on your business. Um, so there's, there's a few pack factors to consider, but again, you know, cost per thousand is a good way to kind of compare media um, apples to apples. I'm going to give a, a shout out to a mutual acquaintance of ours. And this is, this is my story as to how I found you, right? And I loved what you said earlier is talk to people. Don't be shy. You're never going to get anywhere if you're going to sit back and say, you know, I, oh, I, I don't think I should disturb someone. Then you shouldn't really be in business. It's not your forte. I'm very straightforward person, Robert, and I'm just telling it how it is, right? Because there's if if it's not you, there's another one that's just waiting and hungry enough to get up and call someone. Exactly, just just find someone that you can talk to. So every you know probably three or four times a day, and probably three or four times a week, uh, Brent will see. He's with Wilsey Asset Management, and he's in San Diego. And he was actually a guest on my show to highly recommend uh, the listeners to, to go back and listen to Brent Wilsey's interview. But I saw Brent Wilsey again, you know, on my TV, in my living room, three or four times a day, right? And so when I, I just called him, I picked up the phone and I called him and he answered the phone. He goes, you know, how can I help? I said, hey, Brent, you know, you've... Uh, your name is exactly the same as my husband's name. And I thought that was a made up name because my husband was the very first Brent I'd ever met. So we had a chuckle, right? And I was asking him, I said, you know, you do some great advertising on TV. Do you mind telling me who you went through? And that's when he made an introduction to you. Uh, and it was on, you know, with Fox, Fox stations and Fox 5 in particular here in San Diego. And he made an email introduction and that's how, you know, I, you and I got connected. And what I loved about working with you, Robert, is that you go above and beyond. I've never seen that type of customer service in the marketing world, right? You went above and beyond. You really do care about the clients that engage with you. You really want them to be successful, like you said. Then you build that loyalty. They want to keep coming back and say, Robert, let's do it again. That was such a great experience, right? But there's there's some misconception about, okay, as soon as I get on TV, I'm going to get all of these clients. Well, there's, again, it's dependent on each industry. If the name or if the game, right, is to get brand recognition, TV is fantastic, right? Like you said, you're in households two or three times a day, you know, two or three times a week. And people start to remember, okay, that was, oh, that was Kelly. That was Gold Eagle yourself. That was, and some of my friends that I, that I know here in San Diego, when my commercials were playing, Robert, they would text me and say, I wasn't even looking at the TV. I heard your voice, Kelly. <laughs> I knew it was you. I had to drop everything, what I was doing. And I had to say, is that really her? So people get to know you and they're going to refer you that way as well. But people that are probably not ready for your product at the moment, they're going to remember, oh, yes, 
that's my favorite channel. I watch it all the time. And they bring, you know, these um, successful businesses to, to showcase their products. So I'm just saying it was such a fantastic experience working with you. Obviously, you, you provide, you know, these types of services to a wide a range of businesses, products, and services as well. So share, share a success story with us, Robert, about um, what one of the businesses you might have engaged with and, and what the results were. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to my time in Norfolk, Virginia. I worked with a, uh, a psychiatric care center, and it, uh, it was actually around kind of in, in the area that I grew up in, nearby a neighborhood, so I was, I'd, you know, grown up driving past this place my entire life, never really knew what it was. And, you know, I'm, I'm new, I'm trying to make connections. Um, and so I, I reached out to the marketing director and just kind of introduced myself. And I don't know that I ever even got a response, uh, but months later, uh, I got a call from her and she said, hi, uh, you know, I'd like to meet. And so we met and they're right next to, Virginia Beach General Hospital. It's the largest hospital in the area. Uh, what would happen is people would get sent to the hospital. If the needs fit, the hospital would send them over to Virginia Beach Psychiatric Center. Well, the hospital had started their own wing that offered the services of what Virginia Beach Psychiatric Center offered. So they had lost that source of patients, and she was now looking for ways to kind of, you know, fill the beds with without the help of the hospital next door now that they offered the same services. So we started a television campaign. In order to track it, I would send her the spot or rather she would send me the times people would call in and she would also send me her Google Analytics. And so we would I would look at the times that the spot ran and I would look at cross-reference that with their call times and the Google Analytics. And we'd set it up in such a way so they were only on, they were on two two weeks on, two weeks off, and they were only on uh, Sunday nights through Tuesday. So the idea was that a lot of the people, a lot of the calls they get would be from friends or family members who were concerned about a friend or a loved one. Typically, it always happened later in the weekend or early in the week because, you know, either they were with family that weekend and that's when the family realized that things had gotten out of control and there was a problem and so that's when a, a majority of the calls uh, would occur. So that's why we focused the commercials on there. And they actually doubled the number of incoming inquiries that they got uh, in the weeks that we had the television campaign running. Um, so they signed on for a couple months, three, I think. And then after that, they started signing annual deals. And, you know, we built a, you know, a long lasting relationship. I think the marketing director actually got promoted uh, within the organization to go to other psychiatric centers in other parts of the East Coast and implement exactly what we had implemented um, for other hospitals in other states. So it was it was hugely successful. And I took an opportunity with Fox in San Diego and moved. But as far as I know, they're, they're still advertising and they're still doing great. Yeah, I, I wonder, that must have been a really hard move for you, right, to move to uh, San Diego. <laughs> I think it was harder on my mom. <laughs> I'm sure. But now she's got a beautiful place to come visit, right? She does. And my brother lives in Montana. So, you know, she's got the mountains and the beach and, you know, she lives in Virginia Beach herself. So it's not a bad place. No, not at all. Not at all. So how does a a typical day for you 
what 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 does that look like at the station you know i really work for the clients so it's a lot of maintaining the campaigns uh making sure everything's running looking at what's running seeing if any changes need to be made a lot of reporting back to clients and a big part of the day you know from the hours of 10 to 4 are are just fielding uh incoming client needs you know you get calls asking for this or that it's it's predominantly running the campaigns and then when i have the time is speaking to potential new advertisers uh people like you who've reached out to me that have questions and then also getting out there in the community and making connections to uh you know to introduce myself to to new potential businesses and that kind of thing so it's a lot of it's a lot of running existing campaigns and then also talking to people who are thinking about starting a business or thinking about starting a marketing campaign for their business. I do a lot of that, a lot of talking to people who um, are just, just interested in how to go about the process. That's fantastic, Robert. I'm just going to take a moment here and recognize one of our sponsors. Our sponsor is Bagler Law Firm. Bagler Law Firm helps with business formations, business contracts, asset protection. So you can always find Bagler Law online at bagla.com or bagla.law.com. Robert, share with us a challenge that you faced. I'm trying to word this in a way that it's not sort of, um, you, you know, your, your, your everyday challenges that, that people go through, right? So being in sales, what was one of your hardest sale you had to make? Oh, my hardest sale. They all feel pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always for their best interest, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people think that uh, when, when you think of a salesperson, you think of someone that's just always trying to get the deal done and, and trying to close no matter what. And when I look at my day to day, that's not really what I do. I'm, I feel like I more just answer questions and offer, offer advice to people who are interested in marketing their business or starting a business. I think what a lot of people, they're in, probably intimidated to reach out to someone like me because they see that I work at uh, a local news station and they think that no matter what their business is, I'm going to try and push them into advertising on Fox but what they don't realize is that my station is not actually one of the stations that's owned by Fox. We're actually owned by uh, a much larger media company called Nexstar, who owns uh, hundreds of stations across the country. And so we're re we offer a ton of different media platforms and services to clients. So we're really uh, a full-service ad agency for local businesses housed within the news station. Um, so you know, a big part of my day is just talking to business owners or people looking to start a business and just helping them to plan out their a campaign for their business and offering offering them advice. It's I, I don't feel like there's a whole like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, hard sell, close, anything like that. It's more just having conversations and offering advice. So I, I don't know that there's any really... Uh, really hard sell. I think the hardest part of any anything is getting the campaign up and running because there's so many different 
uh, media platforms now that go into creating a campaign that, you know, everyone's attention is so fragmented across so many different platforms that when you create a, a campaign that lets you reach someone at every stage of that buying process that we talked about, it becomes a lot of moving parts and a lot of elements. So my day is making sure that the campaigns are running smoothly. And I think that's the hardest part of the sale. It's, it's not getting the deal done or anything like that. It's, it's keeping track of everything and coordinating um, and making sure that the campaign's running successfully. I think you, you hit it on the head when you said local businesses, right? So in, in San Diego, San Diego is a small community and it's truly based on trust. That's what I've noticed. I've been here for, oh, close to 16, 15, 16 years, something like that. And and I've noticed that people running the same circles, right? You're, you're always going to bump into someone that you met a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And San Diego is very, very close as a community. And it's based on trust. And I, I know for a fact, my experience with you personally, Robert, was phenomenal. Everything that you just shared on the show, that's exactly what I experienced. You were on the mark. You were providing feedback to me. This is my very, very first time ever go doing a, a, a local commercial here. And, you know, it, the experience, you made the experience just a, a wonderful experience. Absolutely, right? And wh- whenever we're going to do it again, obviously, I'm going to reach out to you because your information is going to be part of our show notes. So anyone here, and I highly, highly recommend all of these local businesses, just reach out to Robert. He's not going to charge you, right, to sit down, and have a cup of coffee. I mean, I would, but Robert would. I <laughs> <laughs> get his billable hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You get you you get a bill in the mail. Right? Well, what is this for? <laughs> Having coffee. But but seriously, you know, local businesses here in San Diego definitely you need to reach out to Robert. Just have a coffee or a lunch with him. Just 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 meet with him and understand your options. If you're not going to make that move again, you're in a business that you really shouldn't be in. Right. Because if you're in a business, you're selling a product or service, clearly, unless you've got one client and you're satisfied with that one client for the rest of the longevity of your business, that's okay. But if you really want to provide a service or or a product to the people that is going to benefit the people, you, you really do need to sit down with Robert you know, talk about the options, talk about marketing plan, get your numbers right in order. So when you are ready to go, you can, you can actually be ready to go. You don't have to waste further time. Last question for you, Robert, is if you had to do it all over again, what would you change? So do anything specifically over again? Yes. Oh, you know, I think back in college, I would have taken advantage of more of the resources that were available to me at the time. You know, there was a lot of uh, different marketing clubs and, and and things that I could have taken advantage of that I have since found myself focusing more heavily on. For example, I did not, I thought that I was going to work in sales, not necessarily advertising. Um, so I wasn't too focused on uh, you know, joining the club that was focused on Google AdWords and they all, you know, they went to uh, San Francisco and visited the campus. That that wasn't of such interest to me at the time. 
But now that I work in the industry, I wish that I had taken advantage of more resources like that in college, because it's all things that I have since had to, uh, to learn. You know, there's a lot of studying that goes on, on your, in your free time just to stay sharp with all the changes that are happening within the advertising and media industry, because there's new platforms every day. I mean, TikTok wasn't a thing a couple of years ago, then there's, there's going to be something new tomorrow. So you, you, you always have to be educating yourself. Take advantage of as many opportunities and resources as you can around you early on because you never know what doors they're going to open for you later. Robert, you have been a phenomenal guest on the Go Legal Yourself podcast show. Can't wait to have you back on again. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and, and uh, being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And for my fantastic listeners that are out there locally and internationally, yes, we are an international show. We're in about 25 countries right now and we are growing. So even for you guys out in, in the different parts of the world, if you want to bring your products or services to the great United States of America, now you have a resource. You can contact Robert directly and say, hey, Robert, I'm in, I'm in Australia and I want to move there. And, you know, obviously San Diego is a beautiful place to, to um, move and do business in. So maybe you'll, you'll get some uh, contacts from overseas, Robert. <laughs> Marketing's more or less the same in any country. So happy to talk to anyone and offer, offer what advice I can. That's fantastic. And the, you can listen, anyone can listen to this show by either downloading the app. And, and the beauty about the app is you can contact any of our guests directly from the app. You can contact me directly from the app and you can actually get more information on our guests as well. So download the app from any of your app stores, go legal yourself. And it's been a wonderful pleasure being your host today. I am attorney Kelly Bagley, the queen of business law. Until next time, cheers to your success. Produced by Heard Not Seen Media, visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.